Very few celebrities have become as perplexing as this person here named Ezra Miller. If you ask your mother or something who Ezra Miller is, she may say, I have no idea. If you ask fans of the DCEU, their answer is Miller is the Flash. Well, one of them. But if you ask the numerous news outlets recently, Miller is a deeply troubled person with some very disturbing accusations being made. As we await the fate of the long in-development Flash movie, it's time we find out just what the f**k happened to Ezra Miller. The actor, not the 1800s Wisconsin State Senator, in case you were wondering. But yeah, seriously, WTF, we need to talk about Ezra. And what are all these people watching? Huh? People like me. When I first saw this actor up on the screen, I was absolutely mesmerized by the eyes, oh my god. So much could be said with just a look from Ezra. The eyes of Ezra Miller always haunted me. And I always thought, ah, it's because he's a good actor, right? No, maybe there's no acting going on at all, which isn't a good thing. And I was always impressed at Ezra's ability to spit out some fast, witty dialogue, even if that dialogue is horrible, Ezra still did something fun with it. So I was one of the many, many people that thought Ezra was destined for great things. It's gonna take over Hollywood. Already in major franchises like Harry Potter and Justice League. And yeah, Ezra was always a little eccentric, but we just thought it was like some fun Hollywood look at me flamboyant flashy stuff, you know. On the surface, it may have seemed harmless, but looking back, there were so many red flags, oh my god. But we didn't see it, we were all blinded by the glitz and glamour of Hollywood. But we didn't see that something troubling was going on here. Allegedly, right? Allegedly. I have to say that, right? Yeah, researching and writing and reading and thinking about this one, it made us all dizzy and confused. So I apologize if that happens to you, and I think the only cure is to like, share, and subscribe. So go ahead and do that. But to truly understand what the f**k happened to Ezra Miller, we must begin at the beginning of the beginning began when he was born on his birthday, 1992, New Jersey. By the age of 16, Miller would drop out of school to star in the film After School in 2008. The film would be an early showcase for Miller's attraction to more eccentric characters and dark plots. We could tell right away that this actor was something special. In these early days, Miller's resume would be built with roles in films such as City Island in 2009, Beware the Gonzo in 2010, a film called Every Day also in 2010, Another Happy Day in 2011, as well as roles on TV shows Californication, Law and Order Special Victims Unit, and Royal Pains. <laughs> but it would be Ezra's work. In director Lynn Ramsey's controversial film, we need to talk about Kevin. And yeah, we need to talk about this film. It would bring Miller's name much respect. Absolute perfect casting, for the best and the worst reasons. In the film, Miller plays Kevin, who commits a horrific 
school shooting, but with bows and arrows. Yeah, like I said, Ezra is a little too good at playing a disturbed young person. Miller would receive several major award nominations, including Best Supporting Actor for the British Independent Film Awards and Best Young Performer for the Critics' Choice Awards. The film was very difficult to watch back when it was made, back when Ezra was just an innocent little child in our eyes. But sadly, as the years have gone on, we need to talk about Kevin has only gained in relevance. Like I said, you can feel the intense energy coming out of Ezra's eyes. It's terrifying. No actor is that good. You don't think they would have changed the channel by now if all I did was get an A in geometry? Miller would follow up that award-nominated performance with another memorable turn on the big screen with Perks of Being a Wallflower. Again, racking up several nominations, including ones from the Teen Choice Awards and the MTV Movie Awards. While filming Perks of Being a Wallflower, Miller would have the first of many run-ins with the law, as Ezra would be pulled over for driving with a broken taillight and the officer would end up finding 20 grams worth of marijuana in the car. Charges were ultimately dropped with Miller having to pay a fine, $600, for disorderly conduct. But this seems like nothing compared to what's to come, which we'll get to. Son of a bitch! After turns in something called Madame Bovary in 2014, and the Sundance Film Festival award-winning film The Stanford Prison Experiment, which critics called chilling with excellent performances. It's a wonderful ensemble cast of young actors. Miller would also appear in the massively successful Amy Schumer film Trainwreck, playing an eccentric, over-sexualized young person. Oh my god, how did Ezra get into character for this one? Shit. Shit. Yeah, uh, shit. Then, of course, when you are a master at playing eccentric characters in mostly indie films, what's your next career move? Well, you sign up to play The Flash in what was expected to be the launch point of a massive interconnected extended universe in Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice in 2016. Yeah, I almost forgot The Flash was in that one. Because the performance is small in the film, it's basically just a, it's a cameo. But it is the beginning of a much larger screen presence for Miller, as Miller would go on to cameo again in Suicide Squad. Not THE Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad. Before starring in Justice League, where Miller would court controversy promoting the film at Comic-Con when discussing why The Flash would have trouble getting drunk, and a fan asked to smell Ezra's breath. So Ezra would kiss the fan on the mouth without consent, and this was a very early indicator that Miller is the type of person that just kind of does whatever Ezra wants, without thinking about it. No consequences. Which is the perfect type of personality to have for a famous, rich movie star. It's like the perfect storm of horribleness, and horribleness happened. Speaking of horribleness, Justice League was deemed a disaster, but because of an internet campaign that may or may not have been backed by bots, but who cares, Warner Brothers was inspired to pump an additional 70 million 
into 2021's far superior Zack Snyder's Justice League. With many people saying that Miller's Flash character was the standout for both the humor and because most of the best scenes featured the Flash, especially that Speed Force stuff. Flash would make a cameo in CW's Arrow, as well as the hilarious HBO Max series Peacemaker. Fuck you, Barry. <clears throat> With most of the legwork done to establish the Flash on the big screen, you would expect the solo project to come together fairly quickly. However, with a bit of irony, the making of a solo Flash film has been quite slow. Filmmakers such as Philip Lord and Christopher Miller, Robert Zemeckis, Matthew Vaughn, Jordan Peele, Sam Raimi, Ben Affleck, and many more have all been approached to direct a solo Flash film. But for some reason or another, they all refused. Before Warner Brothers would hire comedic filmmakers John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein to work on the film. However, Miller would ultimately try to rewrite the script, not liking the more lighthearted approach to the material, at which Daly and Goldstein would leave the project with Warner Brothers hiring Birds of Prey writer Christina Hodson to write a new script based off of story ideas by Daly and Goldstein. They finally got a script that they kind of liked in place, based in part on the Flashpoint storyline from the comics, and the studio would go on to hire the director of IT, with the Flash movie beginning to shoot late April 2021. With studios figuring out how to release films during the government-ordered lockdown, the release date of The Flash seemed to bounce all over the place, finally settling on June 23, 2023. With comic book fandom eagerly anticipating the film, if for nothing but the return of Michael Keaton's Batman, yeah, who cares about Ezra Miller now? Michael Keaton, y'all. But then, the disturbing details about Miller came out. These allegations, of which we will get to momentarily, were serious enough that the studio held an emergency meeting to discuss what to do. I know I keep telling this joke, but it keeps working. They were like, we need to talk about Ezra. Fans were very vocal about wanting Warner to recast the film with the Flash from the CW. It's kind of perfect, you guys already have a Flash. However, those Warner Brothers said that that would be impossible as Ezra Miller is in nearly every frame of the movie. Because Ezra is the Flash and the movie's called The Flash. The studio has remained fairly tight-lipped on the matter, simply saying that they are committed to sticking to their theatrical release on June 23rd, 2023, but have absolutely no plans to work with Miller on any future projects. I don't know, isn't there like deep fake technology now? Can't you just put the CW guy's face on Ezra? Don't we have that technology? Can't this all be fixed with an app? Yeah, when The Flash comes out, this'll be a true test of, I guess, our morals and our principles. Do we watch a film starring a person who is currently doing this kind of stuff, allegedly? Or do we look at The Flash and see the thousands of other people's work that went into making this, and not just focus on f***ing Ezra? Are you in? 
However, recently at Comic-Con, it was obvious that Warner Brothers still had no idea what to do about this film, as their Flash was suspiciously missing, and they have to deal with Amber Heard in Aquaman 2. In the new Shazam trailer, they mention the Flash, but you do not see Ezra's face, which is very telling. But yeah, so back to 2016. Ezra Miller would join the Harry Potter franchise with Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Miller would return for the film's two sequels, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, and Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. I'm sorry, I'm not a Harry Potter fan, but Ezra Miller certainly is. And I don't just mean fan, I mean like crazy fanatic. I've personally seen Ezra Miller at CinemaCon just like spit out Harry Potter facts and Harry Potter trivia. Like seriously, I've never seen anyone know so much about Harry Potter. And maybe it's because I don't know anything about Harry Potter. However, the future of this Harry Potter spin-off franchise is up in the air. You know? The little one. Where did she go? <laughs> By the year 2018, Miller was getting more of a reputation of being eccentric off-screen. Ezra would always show up on the red carpet dressed, uh, you know, interestingly, always uh, pushing the boundaries of fashion and stuff like that, and was quite celebrated for it, actually. You'll never know where it is. And then the year 2020 struck. And during that year 2020, a video would appear online showing Ezra Miller choking a woman and violently throwing her to the ground. He just straight up attacks her like it's like it's a fun thing to do. Miller would be escorted off the property, and the video would go viral, showing the world a very different side of Miller. Learn it? Did you want to fight? Is that the deal? Whoa, bro, 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 But things would take an even darker turn in 2022. After appearing in the film Asking For It, Miller would be arrested in Hawaii for having a physical altercation with patrons in the bar. What the f***? And Miller's bail was paid by the couple that Miller was staying with at a local hostel. However, just two days later, that same couple would file a restraining order against Miller, saying that following the incident, Miller threatened the couple by saying, I will bury you and your slut wife, before stealing the couple's passport and wallet. What the f***, Ezra? Just a few weeks later, Miller would be arrested yet again in Hawaii for throwing a chair that struck a woman in the head at a private party. What the f***, Ezra? Big Island police have arrested Miller about a dozen times since early March, and they are expected to appear in court this afternoon on charges of disorderly conduct, harassment, and obstructing a highway. But then, June 8th, 2022, the most disturbing allegation came to light. Parents of an 18-year-old girl accused the actor of grooming their child while meeting this child at a protest at Standing Rock in 2016, when she was a child. Ezra Miller and this child became very close, with Miller flying this child to London on the set of Fantastic Beasts when she was 14 and he was 25. The girl's parents allege that Miller would try to sleep in the same bed as this child and would supply her with marijuana, LSD, and alcohol before forcing the girl to drop out of school. The parents said that when they went to visit their daughter in Vermont, she had bruises on her body 
and was not in the possession of her own license, car keys, or bank cards. They alleged that Ezra Miller used violence, intimidation, fear, paranoia, and drugs to hold sway over their daughter. The parents asked the court to intervene, however to date they have been unable to locate the actor and their daughter. And this is something that Miller seems to be having fun with by posting a series of cryptic Instagram posts before deleting the Instagram account altogether. Like it's just a sick game for Ezra. Following these allegations, it seemed the lid had been opened on the private life of Ezra Miller, with more allegations emerging just a short while later, including a 12-year-old who claimed they were targeted by Miller and that Miller acted inappropriately with the child, as well as threatening the family while wearing a bulletproof vest and carrying a weapon which Miller would flash at the family. The family was granted a temporary harassment prevention order in June, then later that month, a Rolling Stone investigator revealed that Miller was living with a 25-year-old woman and her three children, ages one to five. The article showed that Miller's house had weapons laying around freely in a house full of children, with the one-year-old baby at one point putting a loose bullet in her mouth. Ezra Miller was truly a danger, not just to Ezra Miller, but to others, to children. What the fuck, Ezra? Just a week later, another woman would come out with another harassment allegation about Ezra Miller. She said after a consensual encounter, she asked Ezra Miller not to smoke in her apartment, and that simple request made the actor go absolutely insane with anger, and she was so scared that she thought Miller was going to attack her. This poor woman asked Miller to leave several times while walking around the house spreading tobacco all over the place, just trashing it to trash it. She would call the police and Miller would eventually leave. This is exhausting, seriously, what the fuck? Hit me like this! Ow! Oh! Ezra Miller rose to fame playing characters that were slightly off fun, eccentric goofballs that were oh so charming, we thought. And Ezra would achieve international fame by joining the superhero world as The Flash. And Ezra did a great job. However, there seems to be a darkness hidden under the surface of Miller that has only come to light in recent months. With a massive franchise film still in the pipeline. It seems that the studios are beginning to distance themselves from this performer as these horrible disturbing allegations against Miller are piling up. And of course, innocent before proven guilty, but like stop acting so fucking guilty, Ezra. Unfortunately, Miller's behavior has come to overshadow a promising career. It's impossible to predict how some of these disturbing situations will turn out. But of course, we hope that the alleged victims will end up safe, and that Ezra Miller will get some sort of mental health help that seems to be so desperately needed. In the meantime, Warner Brothers is working on a $200 million tentpole film starring this person. And as of today, it is scheduled for a theatrical release in 2023. Yeah, that's right, a major motion picture starring a fugitive who is putting children in danger. But seriously, if you were the studio, what would you do? Sure, Hollywood has had its fair share of bad boy behavior, but Ezra seems to have taken this to a new level. 
a horrendous level. A criminal level. A f***ing crazy child abusive fugitive is starring in your movie. What do you do? What the f*** indeed? So yeah, I don't know what to think. All I know is that I want to see Michael Keaton as Batman again. So yeah, everyone should kind of give a f*** about what the f*** happened to Ezra Miller because, like, it's like really, like, serious and dangerous. Like, what the f*** 